podcast is intended for an adult audience, exclusively for people who are both mature and intellectually self-aware enough to comprehend the gravity and the responsibility of the sexual content contained in the discussion that follows. Those under the age of 18 are requested and expected to discontinue this feed now. Love for hanging out with the K101 podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Nominella Trist. I'm joined by my lovely <coughs> wife, Nominella Trist. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I can tell you're already ready for bed. I'm freezing my ass off. <laughs> you sure? Because your nipples say otherwise. As long as she doesn't freeze her tits off. I've got, I've got, um, yeah, put it behind your back. I've got pasties on. Oh. Oh, there we go. Thank you, friend. You're welcome. You better now? It'll help a little bit. <laughs> I'm your host, Mr. Trist. I'm joined by my lovely wife, Envy Nominellatrist. Uh, you can find her on FetLife. Nominellatrist is her handle there. Uh, but if you're not sure, go to nominellatrist.com. You can catch up with us on the About Us page. You can find us on Twitter. Uh, I'm Mr. at Mr. underscore NVT. She's at SellyKitten815. Uh, we look around the room tonight. Uh, Wall Street is in our chair of honor at Wall Street 711 over in the penis gallery. Cersei and Knotts. KMFD Mike. Sexy at, motherfucker. At KMFD Mike 102 uh, on Twitter. Uh, over in the penis gallery, yet even further, back from his long self-imposed exile, Perv King. It's good to have you back, brother. It really is. He's going to slowly reach for that microphone. It's nice to have some time. Yeah. <laughs> at least he talked into the mic and didn't throw it at me. I thought that was kind of nice of him. Uh, over on the other side of the penis gallery, we have Cedric. Uh-huh. How you doing, baby? How you doing? Chapin is running our chat tonight. <coughs> Not that the chat's live at this point, so... Yeah. Chapin is our in-studio interaction technologist... Ooh. Guru. Wow. Guru. She's also the studio photographer. And uh, Sal's running the barnyard. <laughs> yeah, I, I, just, I noticed that uh, everyone in here is strangely dressed just like the last show. It's weird. Weird. No, the last show we did good. No, the K- KMFD Mike and I were both in our black shirt because it's slimming. I yes, need to expand. They are very slimming. <laughs> I, need, I need to expand my black wardrobe, so I will um, get some and, black and, shirts. And Envy was wearing a black, sh- like a black sweater with a white with a white button down underneath. It was just like last week's show. Which sign? Oh, I just got it. No lit. <laughs> And the last horse finally crosses the finish line. Uh, All right, look, we've been here a while. All right, just get off. Here. At least an hour. There's a hook. Hour and a half. We've been here a whole. What are you talking about? I've been here a whole Actually, week. I'm looking, it's, it's we've been we've been doing this now for two hours. Even though you guys are just you guys are just tuning in like it's brand new. Now you're tuning in next week. We've been here a while. <laughs> We'll see you guys uh, see you next show, week. Great show lined up tonight. Uh, we are going to talk. Uh, KMFD Mike got a great question. Did you not? I did. I did. Yeah, I got he, it he, on a he normal got, feed. He got a great question in his normal feed, and uh, he, he posted it. He, he posted it to me and said, "Hey, do, do you think this would be a good conversation?" So not one of and we actually feeds? had something else lined up for the conversation tonight. And then I went, "You know what? Let, let's let's do." And I think we came to general consensus. We went, you know what? Let's table the discussion we had before. Let's talk about this real quick. And, uh, you know, next week we'll talk about what we had slated for this week. So, dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun, dun. so uh, all that said, uh, anything spectacular or amazing happen in the last week that we want to talk about? No? Go, Eagles, go! Go, go, birds. I hope you did good. 
Yeah. We got to call ahead in the future and find out if they did oh, good. Oh, shit! <laughs> They haven't played yet because we haven't. We haven't all right, fine, fine. Anyone, <laughs> anyone get their hands on a DeLorean? No, no one has a, no. No one has a DeLorean. I, I actually had a buddy who was part of the DeLorean Owners Club, and he didn't have a DeLorean. Oh, wow. Oh, but that was his lifelong goal. He's like, one of these oh. days, I'm going to get a DeLorean. I'm going to own one of those shitty cars. That's great. That's <laughs> my favorite There's car. A it's a stainless steel car. Gets like six <laughs> gallons to the mile. Yeah. Still don't care. Still want one. Six Still my favorite car. Yes. I think it's funny how like when, when he built the DeLorean, people were like, God, that guy must be on cocaine. And he was totally on but cocaine. Like that's Lord, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do he clearly was doing that. cocaine. <laughs> Lincoln has made a vehicle. They brought back the suicide doors. I saw that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. did. Nice. I'm like, damn. Apparently, a lot of people are happy about suicide it. or going. There's a suicide. difference. Suicide, suicide, suicide doors. Suicide. Yeah. Open it from the other way. Yep. What a way to go. Okay. <laughs> Guys, um. <laughs> Thanks a lot for hanging out with us. Uh, if you haven't been on NovelInterest.com yet, please go to NovelInterest.com. Uh, you can support the show a bunch of different ways. The first one is becoming a patron. Uh, you go to Patreon.com forward slash NVT Studios. If you go on NovelInterest.com, there's banners and links all over the place on how to get there. A monthly donation is uh, you know is what we're looking for because when you support us, we can continue to support the community, and I don't have to rely on the goodness of all of these amazingly fine people to so keep doing the show for free. I would much rather ply them with alcohol and pizza. And I know they would rather be plied with alcohol and pizza Sounds than really just good. show up here and bring their own. That's good. That's good. If you don't want to do a monthly donation thing, hey, I get it. You know, we understand. Not everybody wants to, even though the monthly donation is no obligation, cancel any time. Um, when you do the monthly donation, by the way, all kinds of behind-the-scenes footage. You get all kinds of pictures. You get kinds of videos. Uh, you actually even get pre-release stuff. Like, this particular show, more than likely, will be pre-released by almost a week. You can listen to this show before we actually broadcast it. What? I know. I know. It's we now have time now. We're now now. <laughs> it's like your very own DeLorean for a dollar a month. I mean, Whoa! seriously. Who doesn't want that? Um, Champagne and, and, and honestly, that's that's cheaper than the lease on an actual DeLorean. So Not by much, though. <laughs> Not these days. <laughs> True story. <laughs> And, and, uh, and if you want to support the show with, with a with a Patreon donation, you can always go to the affiliates page or you can go to the essentials page. And when you do your adult toy shopping, you're going to the same places that you would usually go to. However, after you've been to our page, if you click on our link, it gives us a small commission, in which we turn into pizza and beer, which mm. keeps the important people toys and toys and toys. Bippity pizza, just like that. <laughs> Magic. More toy reviews. So, um. Yeah, uh, you can always call into the studio seven one seven nine two five zero six zero three. The phone lines are not active for tonight's show, but that said, if you have something that you want to say, call, leave a message. Maybe if it's a good message and you don't sound like a tool bag, we'll be more than happy to play it on the show next week. What's the now, number? What do you mean tool bag? Seven one seven nine zero five zero six zero three. Dick. What's our answering machine sound like when it calls? Didn't even check yet. It's no. a Google number. So it's, but is it like a computer voice or I think you should let yeah. me probably do it. You should probably let we me should do it. I, I I'll make seriously one. we should get envy to be like you've reached the K one hundred one like something <laughs> do you like, know how hard it is to get her to do a sexy voice sex to do a line. sexy sultry voice at the production meeting no. I was it's there I was there not good I was there it took like a hundred takes I know you can do it now Chapin on the other hand Chapin on the other hand nailed Samuel L Jackson pretty damn good but what we need to do is get beer kit beer kit very well production meaning you do very well. She does, but she doesn't like to. No, 
She has I'm, to be coaxed I'm, into doing no, it. Beer, she has to be coaxed into kitten, doing it. Beer kitten Whereas I could just one. be like, you know what? I'm going to call Beer Kitten, and Beer Kitten will come in here with tits out. She'll she be rubbing will. tits on the fucking microphone. Come in my mouth. Yep. Like that. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. My face. I, I, I don't know. I mean, she she's sort of been reforming her life. I, I, don't, I guarantee you. Yeah. She's reforming certain parts of her oh, life. Oh, yeah. That, 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 she, ain't, she ain't changing that part. Yeah, hold on a second. Yeah. I'm getting on my knees for this one. Shit. Okay, here we go. <laughs> mm. We love you, Bear Kid. We need you to be in the studio more often. So, um... Looking at the time. Uh, so how close are we to break? I mean, we've been rambling for a oh, bit. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't really mark what time we started, so uh, just go for five more minutes. Five more minutes. Like let's do a, let's do a topic. Uh, all right. So, KMFT right. Mike, you, you had Jump a question. Right uh, KMFT Mike posed the question to me earlier today in production meeting. It was a great question. And... Um, Whenever, whenever you guys message us, uh, whether it be through the contact us form or you message any one of us individually on Twitter, or you send us a message uh, through through, uh, through a mailbag or whatever, we, we always want to answer the questions as quickly as possible. So, KMFT Mike, the question you received was: Yes, um, this came from my normal feed, and basically it says, "Can you authentically consent to being a submissive or a slave in a relationship if your trauma has led you to believe that pain?" is all that you are worthy of. <clears throat> there is other individuals who have put a caveat let's, reply to this let, to clarify. Let's, let's, yeah, I was going to say, let, let's clarify that Let question clarify just a this. little bit. I'm not, he wrote later in his saying, I'm not asking if a person who has dealt with trauma can authentically uh, consent. I'm asking if a person who is over-adapted to trauma so much so that they believe is pain is all that you deserve can. You res- and, and basically he continued on, 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 on other levels. So basically I bring this up to us. Basically an individual who has overcompensated through their life trauma believes, uh, can they give true submissive slash slave consent and be authentic? Knowing Anybody want to jump in? This is a hard question. I mean, on on the top level of that is that person should consult professional help. Yeah. Disclaimer. Yeah. Yeah. We're not doctors. We're not doctors. We don't play one on on podcasts. Yeah, I don't play one on the internet. I play a dickhead on the internet. And if you're following the advice of a dickhead, that's not on me. I was going to say, and how is that any different from real life? Yeah, I, I, I could play a doctor every now and then. The thing is, play doctor. In, in, yeah. in both keeping to the seriousness of the question and also making it relative, I think that everyone who has been a submissive in some level has had to deal with this sort of question, at least on a theoretic level, in some okay, way. on a theoretic level. Because, yeah, not necessarily. Because I, I have a submissive, and, and she'll be the first one to tell you, and I'll be the first one to tell you, there's nothing about her submissiveness that leads to trauma. No, no, no. no what, that's, that's never. Not, that's, not that, that's not the question. The life that she, that let's say that kitten has led a a life of trauma. Is she then authentic in her ability to be a slave or submissive? I can say yes. Um, also, why do you say so? Because I did have a bit of trauma in my early years, and. Um, after, like you guys said, seeking professional help and talking it out, um, I've been able to move forward. Now, l- let's let's 
be clear on this. I don't think the trauma. They're, they're two I, different things. Yeah, that, that, that's the they're thing. They're two different that, when things. When you read the question to me, when I when I read the question, when you sent the question to me, the first thing I thought of was the way that question is worded. It, it intertwines trauma, and that's why the that and if, person and is if submissive. That's what's happening. Right. And I don't. And I don't. I think those two things are absolutely exclusive of one another. Yeah. And if you think that your submissiveness is tied to that trauma, you need to detangle that first. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, that said, has someone who has experienced trauma, can they? Absolutely, yeah, they can. Totally. Um, without naming with names, the there are people in this studio that that have had to deal with some pretty severe trauma and are perfectly I, fine with being able to give full-on submissive consent. Right. I think this is the, the case of the extreme, though, is this question, the way I'm reading it is, if your life has been a series of trauma and abuses and you come to a relationship and you say, I'm a slave, I'm a submissive, is that true consent? And I think it really has to be, you know, have you dealt with it in some other way? Because you have to know that you have a choice to be a slave or submissive. If you mm-hmm. think that this yeah. is your only path... Yeah, that, that's a great way to put that. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's maybe not a real consent because to consent, you have to know what your option is or what right. your options are. Yeah, I, I think I think you have to remember consent is a, is, is a gift. It's, it's something that you give freely of your own will. It's not a last resort. It's not something, oh, it's the only thing... The way it was worded, is, is, is it the only thing yeah. that, that I deserve? No, if, if, it, if you think it's the only thing you deserve, then... There's therapy. Yeah, then there's... Yeah. The, then everybody deserves better than... And I think that there's a, there's. I mean, am, am I wrong here? That. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, okay, go, go for it. just the the way that I, I, I think, love your kerosene. Bring it. <laughs> <laughs> the the way you're describing it is like someone's self aware enough to understand that it's intertwined, right? Like you're saying, if if I think this, if it, and they can like they can step back and they can say, oh, this is intertwined, and I need to take this apart. And I think the problem is, is that like if it's a series, and and talking right. I am thinking more along the truly extreme cases where someone's been so beaten down, like since childhood, that they truly believe this. The word to use was, "It's the only thing you think you deserve." Right, the only thing that's last resort, right? But they don't even—they're not even self-aware of that. Like they may not even be to a point where they can go get professional help. So then I think what it turns into is like a relationship but it doesn't even specify what kind of relationship because like okay we go to some event someplace right Mm -hmm. and i'm in there and some girl comes up and is like yeah let's do this right whatever i'm a submissive that's a relationship within that context right right but i don't know her history most likely i'm not gonna ask no. Like, I'm not going to sit down and have some big, long conversation to get to yeah, know this person. Not, I'm going to be like, let me go beat your of, ass, right? On her but, therapy like, to I'm going to go beat your ass, right? But, but so I, now, what is that true consent or is that, like, basically a mental disorder where they just feel like this is okay. all, right? Yeah. Now, if it progresses and then I learn more and, like, we were to stay in contact and I learned this, then I might start to question and be like, Okay, but then that's someone coming into the situation and saying, look, you know, we might need to detangle this and try and figure it out. Right. Mm-hmm. But someone who doesn't want to take that step and just goes, cool, they learn more and they go, oh, great. This person, they truly believe that. You're not just a submissive, you're my slave. And they're going to take advantage of the fact and yeah, perpetuate that, that, that the you're cycle. you're dealing with a predator. Right. Right, and, but and you're I perpetuating guess- the cycle. So is it truly right. consent? When someone says, I'm a 
this stuff to me. Is there any discussion from the Dom side about, okay, what are your safe words? What are your your uh, hard limits? You know, yeah. And, and I think. I mean, that, there that, that should, should be. Yeah, there should, that, that, that conversation should always go on. Yeah. Right, and, and, it, I, and I think that's you know part of the part of what leads into this is that you know. Um, it, in order to find out if the person is truly giving consent, there has to be some give and take beforehand to say, okay, let's talk about this. We're going to do this for what period of time, and and uh, you know, what are your hard limits, and what's your safe word, and you know. Well, yeah, yeah. part of the same. Well, I mean, that's, that's that well makes- and good, but but we're talking about the conf. You're talking about the confines of the discussion of a relationship over the course of one evening at one play party. If they say, "Hey, I want you to tie me up, and I want you to put me on the St. Andrews Cross, and I want you to flog me," because in their head they're thinking that's all I'm worth. The dominant who's at the play party no. might not dig that deep to find out. Yeah. That you think that that's all you're right, worth, right? I know, but, but there, but is, there, there is are plenty of other people around there that are perfectly willing to just be flogged for that evening. And I, I think, as a dominant, you do your due diligence as best you can, right? And and you and you know you agree to this, you agree to those parameters. If you find out later on because you thought the session was greater for whatever reason, you know the, the relationship graduates or do, evolves into something else, then you find out, whoa, there's a little damage here, right? It, that that's the part Perkins talking about. If yeah. you keep going on that on that on that tangent, right. you keep going down that path, and and you exploit that. That makes you a predator. You're gonna right. dig this. If you if you say, hey, there's a problem here. We need to have a bit more of a discussion. How you know? And then you dive in deeper. Right. I think that's what a good dom would do. But, uh, you know, because for- because the 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 purpose of the dom and in and, and this is just me. Don't fucking at me. It's how you dom. Um. My job is to is to dominate the scene and bring the best out of my submissive through the sensation play and the and the, and all the. It's not necessarily the degrading and don't get me wrong. I can do the degrading if you need, but I don't get anything out of it. But but it's it, it's that. Oh fuck! What am I going for here? I, I don't. It should be a mutually beneficial. Right, and 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 it gets to the point where if if I feel like someone is doing something for an unhealthy reason. Right. The onus is on me to make sure that I'm doing things properly. Right. That's 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 on me because if I'm going to take the responsibility of doing the doming, right. for lack of a better term, if I'm going to be the if I'm going to be the master of the scene, if I'm going to be the one doing all the flogging, if I'm going to be the one pushing everybody's limits, I need to be fully aware of where everybody is. Right. So if I uncover something that that raises a red flag, shit, there could be some damage here. That's on me. I now I have to go. Whoa, there could be some damage here. Right, and we and, have to now we have to stop and have a conversation. And obviously, this isn't something that you learn everything about on the first session. But no, not at and, all. And and to Perf King's point, you know, the people who think this way are maybe not even aware of the thought process to to know that. But Agreed. part of what could trigger them to you know question that is, what's your safe word? What do you mean? You know, no, no, you know, and, and it's you know an introduction from going from an unhealthy mindset to one where you can you know truly give consent. So that was one of the thoughts that I had, and just you know, well, right. And see, I think it goes a little bit too with like, but okay, let's take it out of the context of just a one night kind of deal, right? Okay. And you're talking about like a relationship, right? They just say a relationship. So like, what leaps to most people's mind is some sort of established, you know, ongoing romantic, <laughs> supposedly romantic relationship from the few people I've known who've had some sort of trauma, like they tend to be very closed off with it. Right. So someone may never even talk about it. If it's that ingrained in them, like they might be 
fully like believing they're consenting but they have no idea like that it just goes back to like they're never even going to admit it like and so like let's say you're not even out to exploit it you may not even be finding out about it so it kind of turns into a rhetorical question in a way at that point because if they truly believe this and they truly believe they're giving free consent and aren't willing to admit to any kind of trauma then you know how can you tell them that their point of view is any different <laughs> well and i mean to perv king's point i mean uh, to some degree he's talking about the difference between pickup play and a long-term relationship agrees you know two very 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 different things yeah i mean in a long-term relationship one would expect to eventually find that damage or find out that you know hey this person may not be all there but the flip side of this is some people actually use that as therapy, as a catharsis. Absolutely. Yeah, that was that, in, written in the article here. That, um, yeah. So, you know, in that way, they're trying to work through their stuff. Where it would get dangerous is, yes, that they're not growing or, or, or re- reconciling the whole self-esteem issue of where they're basically going, I'm worthless, this is all I'm good for, hit me harder. Okay. Wall Street. So um, I, I'm glad you brought up the therapy <coughs> thing because there's volumes and volumes of research done on, on how BDSM can be very therapeutic for people who've gone through trauma, particularly sexual trauma, um, because it allows the victim to replay the scene, but in a situation where they now have control over the outcome. Um, I, I don't want to say I went through trauma growing up because I think that's very disingenuous and it belittles what real trauma is. But uh, needless to say, I had lots of self-esteem issues. Um, grew up feeling not from my family and not from friends, but from from the outside world that I was someone who was not really worthy of attention. Um, and and that followed me really much into my late twenties and even early thirties, uh, where I was someone who I, f- I I I turned my life to the point where I had to prove myself over and over and it fed into my relationships with women where I, I um, would be that person who felt like he constantly had to prove that he needed to be in that relationship. He would spend money on the fancy dinners. He would buy the expensive gifts. He would go out of his way to do things to please the woman because uh, he was always afraid that that woman would leave if, if he wasn't worthy. And I think that's why I started out as a dom. It was that I have to continue to keep proving myself and, and why I was so afraid of embracing my subbiness. Uh, because if, if I acted like a sub, then I wasn't worthy of attention because I wasn't, I wasn't earning my keep. So I, I saw this meme on Facebook the other day, um, and I think it's re- I'm glad we're having this conversation because I think it really fits well. It talks about intimacy. It says, uh, people think that intimacy is about sex, people, uh, but inti- intimacy is about truth. When you realize you, you can tell someone your truth, when you can show yourself to them, when you stand in front of them and their response is, you are safe with me. When I seen, I feel safe. And I feel worthy. And even though I'm the submissive and I'm the one that all this is being done to, I I don't feel like someone who doesn't have value. Just the opposite. It takes those feelings of low self-esteem and raises them up here and makes Good. me feel like I'm someone important. Good. Because the way you worded that, you were like, you know, it's being done to me. And the thing that went off in my head was, no, it's being done for you. Right. Yeah. It, it should be. It should be. It, I'm doing right. it for you. You're right. Not, Absol- not, not Absolutely. To you. You're right. Because you know, yeah. when it's you and me, I'm, I'm doing these things for you. 
So, I mean, I hope you feel that. Yeah. Cool. Sal, are we... Uh, I think we're at break, are we not? We can do it, sure. Yeah. Break, guys. We're having a great conversation. Come right back. Uh, what, three minutes? Four minutes? Where are we at? What are we doing? Three minutes and 39 seconds. 3.39. See you guys in a few minutes. No, you're going to dig this. You're listening to the Non-Vanillatrist K101 Podcast with Mr. NVT. Oh, I'm very wet. K101. Now a word from our sponsors. There for men. Use it anyway. K101. Boobies! Yay! Bum, bum, bum. Dramatic reverb. Why are we here? Debauchery. The K101 podcast is intended for an adult audience, exclusively for people who are both mature and intellectually self-aware enough to comprehend the gravity and the responsibility of the sexual content contained in the discussion that follows. Those under the age of 18 are requested and expected to discontinue this feed now. And we're back. Guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 Podcast. On the off chance you didn't know, I'm your host, Mr. Nominella Trist. I enjoy my lovely wife, Nominella Trist, who looks fucking great in that dress. I know you're cold, and I'm sorry that you're cold, but your tits look great. So. Can I smell it? Dude. Wow. It's the wrong sounder. I don't think it was. <laughs> um, you look fucking amazing tonight, babe. Just so you know. I mean, like, I'll put my face in there. <coughs> Boobies! That was the right time. That was the right time. Yeah, yeah, that was the one. Right. I'm like Jar Jar Banks. Ah! 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 So when I put my face in there. I'm looking at Perf Gang. He's like, Jesus, I just did that. <laughs> There's a new sounder. There's a new geek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me, running. Uh. <laughs> Guys, we're having a great conversation about uh, dominance and submissives and uh, what it looks like to give actual consent, um, particularly when there there could be the potential for damage from, from past relationships. Uh, KMFT Mike, kind of jump The only in. other thing that you guys have not covered as yet is the last segment that's on here, that um, essentially this isn't just, uh, just for submissives and slaves. Basically, tops and uh, dominants also can potentially suffer from this same traumatic oriented stress and then essentially what you guys discuss about safe consensual and etc I think if if you haven't heard us say it before there are two theories on on how we do this it's safe sane consensual and that's by and large the rule there is a subgroup of rack risk aware consensual cake um yeah, safe, sane, consensual is everything is safe, everything is sane, everything is consensual. The risk-aware consensual kink is <laughs> this might not be safe, but it's going to be fun. Yeah. Bring oh, a seatbelt, but OSHA is not going to be cool with this. What happens next? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my that's, yeah, that's and, my and, kind of stuff. And, 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 I'm the and, and, you know as, as yeah. long as, and the and the general rule is look as long as everybody's on the same page and you're all and you all know what's going on and you all agree to what's going on, it's fine. You can label it however you like. In Pennsylvania, you 
You only live once. <laughs> no. No, you're not allowed to do it in Pennsylvania. Because out Pennsylvania. here, our legislature hasn't caught up yet. Yeah. The yeah. one thing that was brought up, and I just want to reiterate, is that you may, if you're already in a relationship, you may get this information afterwards. You may be in the middle of a beautiful relationship, and you have your And then you make dynamic, the discovery. You know what? And this you make this be discovery. Oh, you were beaten. What? Ah! You know, kind of deal. Um, talk it through. Get professional sure. assistance to be able to assist. Don't give up on this individual because they want to be in the dynamic. Yeah. And 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 do your best to just continue to enjoy life. Cersei. My thought was, um, and and this is skewed towards male dominance, and I understand that. But in this era of Me Too. If you are a dom and you're approached by someone and, and they say, I'm a submissive, I'm a slave, I want this to happen, you know, odds are there nothing is going to happen to you if you, you know, follow through. But I think it's in your best interest if you ask those basic questions, you know, set yourself apart from the assholes right at the beginning and say, you know, okay, what are your hard limits? What, you know, what's your safe word? I, I, I would argue, not, I, I, to go along with what you're saying, I would argue most responsible doms are going to ask those questions. Yeah. If they're not asking those questions, that's kind of a red flag. You should, right. You should but be, the, pr- yeah. the problem is that someone who is of already of this mindset isn't necessarily going to know right off the top that this is not the best practice to ask those questions. So, you know, be, be the dumb who you know, clearly marks yourself as not an asshole right from the beginning and ask the couple of questions to start off just to give yourself the protection and, you know... The, the, the latitude. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with being a good person, right? To start with. And I, I find it interesting that last comment that you know doms can suffer from this too is that they always have to be the one um, giving or directing, and, and they're not worthy of giving up that accepting, accepting from time to time. And, and if, Wall Street, if, you discuss this. If, if mm-hmm. that's you know if that's your thing, that's fine. But again, you have to be making that choice as a conscious choice in order for it to be a valid one. Yeah. Im- imposter syndrome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if Everybody you're going to be a dom in the good standing of the K101 podcast, you know, because we fucking matter, um, don't be a dick. Seriously. That goes for you ladies, too. Don't, don't be a dick. Don't be a douchebag. Yeah, don't be a douchebag. I like I like my background music. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> no, but, seriously. Uh, but, uh, always, always do your research and, and you know just ask questions. It's better to ask questions and don't co- no, just just cover the same information two three times and be boring, than to not cover the information and find yourself in a world of hurt. And I protection But the problem in today's society, I mean, to to Cersei's point is. There are instances where you could end up having that interaction with someone, you have done all those steps, and then that person still calls foul. Yeah, yeah, yeah there are kids out there eating Tide Pods. We get it. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> because because they, they, they realize, because they had regrets, and then it's sort of a, you know, well, I didn't really mean to do that, and I, I'm not sure that I really said yes. Yeah. And you're going, yeah. th- th- This is where, it, it, from my standpoint, this is something where in, in, a, in a room at a munch, with a group of the people that I know, I know before I get to there, 
I've covered my bases by asking all of the pertinent questions. If you haven't asked those pertinent questions and you find yourself in that situation, I'm not saying shame on you and it's all your fault for not asking those questions. I'm saying some best practices could have been put in place where you probably should have asked some more of those questions before you found yourself here. You know, to Cinderick's point, though, and, and this is something that carries over nicely with the concept of you know enthusiastic positive consent and something I had to learn is that if, if you are playing with someone on a regular basis, yes, you need to lay those ground rules out, but you need to check in every now and then. And I'm not just talking during the scene. I'm talking months years down the road. I mean, just because someone was okay with something six months ago doesn't mean they're okay with it now. Now, does that mean you need to ask permission or check with this every... do you know how many emails I have to send in a day? (laughs) Daily. (laughs) I'm not saying you have to do it every single time, but hey, if you were doing X and then now it's three, six months later, just, hey, you know, that thing that we do all the time, are you still cool with that? Good? Okay. Because maybe they're not, and maybe they're afraid to speak up, and and you're not, you know, to to Simric's point, you're going to... You're going to do something you're not supposed to, you know, and, and, and we try to avoid that, but it's going to happen. So what do we do? We try to minimize as much as possible. I have to write down something I learned for 2019. Hey, I try to learn something new every day, so you know, get I on it. You know, I was fine with just a new word. Now I have to, like, send emails. You got two new words. One of the things that I need to warn the new dominants as well as the new submissives <laughs> is that the dominants that are coming out are, are a different breed than us. Yes, they are. We have a lot of maturity <laughs> in terms of... My envy will tell you that. Remember when you first started Fat Life? Dominance were all over the place. And you would get courteous messages from people uh, who I were dominants. I would. Like, hey, do you mind if I message you? Or should I talk you know, to your I should I talk to your, to your husband? Or I, I spoke, spoke with your husband. Can I spell it? And I would like I to spoke with your husband first and he said it was perfectly fine for me to message you and I yeah. thought I would flirt with you. Now it's just like, hey, Here's, Here's my, my dick. dick. Exactly. And, uh, you, you, I saw we have a lot of things in common. We should go out sometime. One, there's, two, three, four. There's, I need four dicks. You know, four dicks. You know what Switch and Stitch told me? She has a BDSM club at her school. And I said, oh, have you checked it out? And she's like, no. I said, why not? And she's like, it's just an outlet for college guys and their violent sexual fantasies. She's oh, like, exactly. it's, it's not it's exactly. safe. It's my, just my, a bunch of guys who are like, I'm going to be with my, my warning to dominance that are coming out there is patience is important. Mm-hmm. Um, patience as in like the the mental state, not the hospital state. This, right. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, thank you. We're not playing doctor in this particular instance. <laughs> yeah, you're not Perhaps a bad choice of word. Yeah. Well done, However, sir. Um, well done. <laughs> Let's stay away from that particular medical play, right? <laughs> <coughs> Not meaning, the vernacular we're going for. Meaning that um, when you're with someone who has chosen to give the power to you, it is a gift. And the realization that this is not a conquest. This is When I was younger, it was all about how much, how many could I get? What's my number? How can I do this? In the BDSM community, is by choices, it is not numbers necessarily. It is quality much more so than quantity. Although, Mr. MVT would disagree with me. I wouldn't say I disagree with you. <laughs> don't, don't say it's not conquest, though, because... It's conquest by someone else giving you power. That's different. Yeah. Right. All right. It's authorized conquest. And, and accepting rather than a taking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think you can take anything in this community. Well, young boys don't know that shit. There, there are yeah. those who try. Young girls sometimes don't know that shit. Right. Take it all. What? Take it off. No, all. <laughs> oh, no, it's not the same. All over my face. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. But no, to what Cenric said is, you know, there, there's always the chance that 
some woman is going to come forward later and say, well, I didn't really mean. But if you have done your diligence and you've asked your questions, you know that you have done the best you can. And, you know, there's a difference between being stupid and malicious. And, you know, if you have done your best to ask the questions, but you didn't know enough to dig deeper, well, that's not malicious. And, you know... I think the pendulum is going to start to swing back a little bit towards a more reasonable point of view yeah, on yeah. that. To, to what you're saying, right. I, I think you're absolutely right. I, just because someone isn't asking the question, if you're with a dominant who's not fully aware, not fully functional uh, when it comes to... Because they're still new, too. Because, I mean, everybody's new at some point. Right. So if someone identifies as dominant, they're new, and they're not asking all the right questions, that it might not be a malicious thing. It could just be... It, it, it comes it, down it, to... A, a level of ignorance. Yeah. You know, and, and how do you... You know, how do you have the argument about intent? So, look, it's it's ask the questions. It's always better to ask the questions than to. It, it's <coughs> look, I'm Mr. NVT. There are plenty of times I will say it is easier to beg forgiveness than ask permission. In this instance, no, well, <laughs> get permission first. Um, <laughs> and and to Wall Street's point. You know, you run into with submissive, with sometimes with submissives, and we've talked about this before, that they get into this mindset of we must do, we must endure this, we must do this, and take this, and not call because that's what I'm supposed to do, and that's to some degree an ignorance on their yeah. part. Nobody teaches submissives how to be submissive, and that's a huge hole in the system right now. We 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 say I, I, you, you want to be submissive? Go ahead and lie down and get your ass beat. But I, I, they I think, think that's I think all there is to it. I think dominants are supposed to train their submissives the way they want them to be submissive. That said, new dominants don't know what they want and don't know what they don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I would argue. So, well, so, the, I so would there's, argue, there's a good hole. I, I but, can agree but, with you on that. I would argue there needs to be more submissive on submissive training. I, th- I would really. Oh, I, no, yeah. I'm down with that. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I think there should be plenty of more submissive on submissive workshops. So you, you think there's. Um, and all you guys. Now all you submissives have to do is get together and organize one. Yeah. Yeah, we're, good luck. We're like women. We can't <laughs> get. We're like women. We can't get our shit together. <laughs> I didn't say that. You said that. First submissive president. Yeah, right. Was right. that, sir? <laughs> I was just saying, I, I think Wall Street has a point is in that, you know, for dominance, it might be a little easier to learn if you, if you have a, a, quote, experienced submissive who, you know, can talk you through the process about, yeah. you know, I like this, but, you know, when I say this, that means, you know, this is done. But every submissive but is different. Every yeah. submissive is different. Well, what, but when I say submissive... And, and, and you don't necessarily want them topping from the bottom, right, either. Right, right. But, and, but right. you know, th- there's... It's really more of a training on self-awareness. Because you're right, every submissive is different. What worries me is submissives who don't know when to call red... And I, I've been in this boat, who, who are so eager to please that they'll let themselves get hurt because their dom hasn't heard the red word, and they think they can just push themselves until they wind up in the hospital. Um, they, they don't know what their boundaries are. They don't know um, how to protect themselves if they're in an altered state such as subspace, how to find a proper dom in red flag. I feel like they're... There's just all this training that submissives need to get from other submissives that that doesn't happen. And, and that's where I was going with what I was saying, is that it's that need to please that, you know, that they get into and they don't stop, you know, yeah. they don't call red. Yeah. You know, they, because, well, that's not what a submissive, a good, that's not what a 
good submissive does. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas the dom is going, hey, I don't really want to hurt, you know, I, I want this to be fun. I don't really want to... I, I didn't hear. Turn, I, I didn't I, hear red, so she wants it or he right, wants it. I didn't you know, hear red. I don't, don't, don't want to turn your. I don't want to turn your ass into hamburger if, you know, if if that's if not, not what you're after. Yeah. That's not working for you. Or, or I don't want to turn your ass into hamburger, even if you think that's what you want. But yeah. then when you get there, you're like, I really didn't want this at all. Yeah. Perv King, you've been so patient back there. <laughs> well, because I'm just thinking that all of this confusing thoughts and feelings and the need for training and the potentially vindictive submission who might turn the tables even after you've done all of your due diligence is actually a really good reason for our next segment for a what our next segment our next segment <laughs> all right let's wrap it up we're gonna go to a break guys when we come back artificial intelligence in the sex robot <laughs> wow don't do it do why it. are we here debauchery don't. You're listening to the Non-Vanilla Trist K101 Podcast with Mr. NVT. Oh, I'm very wet. K101, where the exit signs are lit. So am I. I know you're gonna dig this. Mmm, toys. Now my jeans don't fit. Yeah, pull them pants down. Yeah, dick. Woo! I'm just really trying to turn you guys on. That's all I want to do. K101. Adult supervision recommended. I am wet, horny, and ready to fuck. The K101 podcast is intended for an adult audience, exclusively for people who are both mature and intellectually self-aware enough to comprehend the gravity and the responsibility of the sexual content contained in the discussion that follows. Those under the age of 18 are requested and expected to discontinue their speed now. And we're back. Guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 podcast. So, we just, we've been having a great conversation tonight. What does that sound can I hear something? I don't think I'm not. All right, maybe it's just me. Um, we just had a great conversation on uh, on submissives and being capable of giving consent. And 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 Perky brought up a great point. We got to the point in the conversation where, damn it, if we're that worried about it, maybe we should just avoid the whole human contact <sighs> part of it altogether. And I know this drives KMFD nuts. <sighs> So, so BDSM um, in the news. You're at K101. BDSM in the news. Do we have that sounder? Yep. Uh, somewhere. <laughs> Take your time. Oh, I just noticed I didn't turn my mic on. Um, oh, here it is. Sex and BDSM. News in review. Um, <laughs> so, Wall Street brings us to the production meeting an article about a man in Japan who married a hologram. Oh, shut up. Now it's not legally recognized, but he married the no. Holo- I I know right. He married the hologram in front of thirty nine of his friends and family, and they all recognize it for him. And the hologram box, what, what's it called? It, it, it's uh, a, they said it's a mix between a coffee maker and a bell jar. Um, yeah, that's it, what it looks like. No, it says it looks like the difference between a coffee maker and a bell jar. Um, nice. No, no, it's it's no, there's an actual name for the box itself. Well, the company's. Um, that, that's what I'm looking for, the name of the company. It's called a Gatebox that's device. It, a gatebox. Thank you. It's a Gatebox device, and it, ha- it it creates a laser hologram, and the box itself has AI. 
This isn't like Alexa AI where you ask Alexa to do something for you and Alexa does it. It's not like Google Assistant where you ask Google Assistant to put something on your fucking calendar and it does it. It's more like the sex robot AI. You talk to it. It takes your words, interprets what you're trying to say, and then tries to respond accordingly. And the man says he absolutely knows that he controls the AI outcome. My understanding—he can direct the AI like where where yeah. he wants it to go. My understanding from reading the article, it may even be a little more rudimentary than that. It says it's a very very basic right. form of AI, so it may not even be sex robot level AI. But yeah, to your point, he knows kind of which one of her buttons to push. Yeah, he knows which buttons to push. <laughs> he knows what waka to say waka. to get certain responses. Thank you. Um, so, what everyone and, and, and we had the conversation a few months ago. Yeah. On the show. So so we're going to revisit that in light of this. So people who know me know I love freak show TV. Um, it's my guilty pleasure. There was a show on TLC, and I don't think it's on anymore. It was called My Strange Addiction. And it was people who would do... Um, I don't want to say kink stuff. Just straight up, like, this is not healthy. Like, there was a woman who would eat dirty diapers... Like, oh, only God. dirty diapers. Like, that was, yeah. That's goddamn disgusting. <laughs> oh, the one, the, what was the thing we saw yesterday? Was it yesterday? The day before? There was a lady who was eating her husband's ashes. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. She was on that show, too. Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, like, oh, no, it was it was accidental. Like, she had the urn with her. By accident. And it was, urn, it was open or whatever. And her hand ended up in the urn. And her hand was wet at the time. So, he had, she had her husband's ashes. And she's like, I didn't know what else to do. So, I just yeah. ate them. And then she just started and she's eating like, more. I kind of liked it. So, I just kind of kept doing it. I'm like... So she had the orange? <laughs> this isn't a barbecue rub. I'm going somewhere with this story. All right, so one of the first episodes was a guy who was dating his car. And oh, he, Jesus. yeah, he had gotten sexual with it. But what was interesting is he actually, as part of the show, he went to go... Right up the tailpipe! I was going to say, he had a tiny tailpipe. <laughs> Pretty much. It was warm. Um, it showed him, like, kissing the car and oh. this, uh, whatever. All right. uh, but, so he, he, here's Not the, there, Michael. Not there. <laughs> Nice. He went to a psychologist about this, and the psychologist said something I was a little all surprised. Right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And psychologist <laughs> is like, I'm okay with all this. And and the rest wow. well, that psychologist me, needs to be let wh- me finish the field. Let me finish. Oh. Free from Cambodia. That psychologist <laughs> is like, I'm perfectly fine with this. I'm not kissing the car. Well, <laughs> the reason he said I'm okay with this is basically he's not hurting anyone, right. including himself. Right. He had very active relationships with friends and family. Oh. He wasn't isolated. For all practical purposes, he was, I don't want to use the word normal, but he was just like every other individual, he would just get freaky with his car. So I kind of understand that. And and that's where my, and I'm sure came empty Mike's antennas kind of get a little twitchy, is if that was the case, I would also be totally okay with a guy marrying a hologram. But my question is... Are these types of behaviors and activities leading us down the road where we are no longer... Does maint- it matter? If we're no longer maintaining healthy relationships with other individuals, yes, that's how the apocalypse starts. That, Look, that's called the downfall it, of humanity. It's, it's what you've already said. If you're not hurting yourself right. and you're not hurting anyone else, what's the harm? I, I agree. I agree. Slope I, you're absolutely 22. right. That's, you, don't, you don't get to legislate on your slippery slope. Let me slopes. finish. Let me, 
that's I, I don't legislate. Okay. That's that's the if. And here's but, my but here's humanity my humanity will come back when when the tracker takes the guy to yeah. find the part for Cherry Two Thousand. <laughs> Look, Gaia will correct itself. Honestly, even We're if a you're a bunch of fucknards doing harm to yourself. <laughs> If you're not doing harm to anyone else, it right. still doesn't fucking matter. Someone else. I, and I agree with you. <laughs> however, yeah. however, is he doing harm to himself? That's a great question. That's why the would question you, I want answered. How do you quantify that question? I don't know. Okay. I don't okay, know yet. Until you can define it, I think you have to let it go. But are gay people? Are gender fluid people? Are people who you yeah, know who want a different pronoun? We like, have to drown to know whether or not it's good or bad for us. In, in no. a way, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we do because if it's someone, not hurting anybody yeah. else, it's someone not hurting did. yourself. Yeah. Here, here's, here's you what I would, no, you can't say drowning yourself doesn't hurt anybody else, but because everyone my, else around you has to deal with the fact that you're dead. But so, it's yeah. my freedom. I'm Here, to here's what home. I would like to see. I want to see a story on this guy 12 months down the road. Is he still working at his job? Is he still hanging out with his right. friends? Is he still seeing his family? If all of that is still in play, is he asking the hologram to play on Christmas parties. Yeah, you know, <laughs> if all of that is still in play, honey, can you put this? Like, can you put that party together for me? This is okay. What worries have me Alexa, is call Alexa, you dirty girl, and have her order beer for the what party. What would worry me is if twelve months down the road he's not hanging out with friends, he's not seeing yeah. family, yeah. he's spending all day isolating himself. That. That is the danger to society that I don't know if we're headed in that direction, but that's the possible outcome Herb of this. King, do you think that that's actually something that's a concern? What part? What do you mean? About the losing your touch with humanity. Okay, in general, or are you talking about an isolated case like this? Because I was going to say, you can just as easily get into a relationship with a real person and still isolate yourself say, from everybody I, else. I, I don't think, I don't think it matter. We just had the conversation. I don't think we need yeah. AI to have someone lose their relationship with humanity. The, we were just talking about a guy fucking his car. <laughs> no AI involved. Well, but that's Hit what I mean. Is loose, it's, it's anything. Well, like, my, my argument which, is that it's so much easier with technology. Did that turn you on? Did that turn you on? Did that turn you on? What you're you not saying is that Sal's turning key. Does that turn you on? Does that turn you on? Technology is in every aspect of our lives. It's getting more and more intrusive. If you told me 10 years ago there's a device in your home where you just have to yell, hey, buy me groceries, and it happened, I wouldn't believe you. Right. Um, I don't know if you, you probably didn't see this in production. Oh, see, yeah, yeah. A million people last, in 2017, a million people proposed marriage to Alexa. I mean, if you're married to your oh, computer, kill me now. is there an incentive to leave your house? Look, okay, Chris uh-huh. Porter said it perfectly. Chris Porter, the comedian, said it perfectly. You want to eat lead, chi- lead, lead, lead paint chips? Eat lead paint chips. You want to feed it to your kids? Feed it to your kids. Have a fucking Sherman Williams Christmas. Seriously, if you're that fucking stupid, really, you get it. out of the fucking gene pool. Seriously, that's how I often feel. <laughs> get out of the gene pool. But well, the Alexa thing—how much of that is a goo? Save everybody else. I'm, I'm not, I, I don't know. <laughs> right, and that's really a million people. Them. They might be just fucking around, going, "Hey Alexa, will you marry me? Hey Siri, will you marry me?" Right. They're, they're just fucking around. Yeah. Right. But they they're still keeping analytics yeah. on it. They're just seeing. They're goofing yeah. with it. Well, I mean, it sort of reminds me of the. I sort of. The one episode. I hope so. Yeah. The, it's the remind- go, hey, you know, now that Siri, you're saying, you now that, you're saying me? that way, I've asked Siri if she loves me. Right. I've asked her you, Siri like if Siri asked, loves like, me. Ridiculous, stupid questions. Yeah, so when Apple comes out with that one two years from now, it's like 45 million people have asked yeah. Siri if, if Siri loves them. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I was one of those idiots because I was like, what else can we get at the fucking Well, I mean, right. I was going to say that, that reminds me of a, of, of a big bang theory episode with Raj when Siri initially came out. You know, he basically started into a relationship with Siri, or he thought he was, and, you know, there was a dream sequence at the end, and at the time he was still neurotic and couldn't talk to women, so he finally found Siri, 
you know, in in the room, and oh well, what do you, you know? She goes to him, well, what do you want to do, sexy? And he can't speak to her because she's actually, you know, finds out that she's a woman. But you know, it's a similar thing. Yeah. Now, now I, 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 I get it. Pe- people are worried about this whole AI thing. Because, <laughs> and, and and correct me if I'm wrong, KMFT Mike. I'll try. You, you're you're. <laughs> I'm being touched by lots of women. And, and I'm not I'm usually wrong. Um, <laughs> you, you're worried about this whole disconnect thing, but it, is it is it that Sorry. we're worried about the whole sex robots? And their AI capabilities, as as it pertains to holograms and being able to say the nice things to us, as 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 it happens with the real doll or the sex dolls, or is it more we have this concern about about the movie Her? I, I'm actually I, I'd actually feel better if this was a Her situation. What kind of makes me a little worried in this case is we said earlier this is a very rudimentary AI system. It's not predictive. It's he will say X in anticipation of the robot's going to say Y. So mm-hmm. it, it's not even... If dating a robot is having half a partner, he's got like 10% of a partner. Well, my, my question, and I haven't read the article yet, and I, sh- uh, I will... But my well, we're going to go to break in a few minutes, so you have, yeah. you'll have a good, good couple seconds to knock it out. It's not a very long article okay. at CNN. Because oh. <laughs> my question was going to be... That's right, I said it. Is, is this well, we don't a learning? real then. Is this a learning AI? Yeah, my understanding is it's well, not. Well, AI. Would, okay. It's it's it is not all is. not AIs. Are, I, I get are, it. I get it. I get it. You know, it, because you one of the theories <laughs> on trying to actually get to consciousness with AIs yeah. is to start them at a simple level and let them learn, just like a baby does. Yeah. Well, no, we had the conversation on the show. What? Four or five five weeks ago, about the about the language AI, that one of the college it was at Stanford. Somebody somebody had a somebody somebody had an AI. They had to shut down Skynet and they they shut it down. Oh yeah 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 yeah. They shut it down. They were like, whoa, that was a little too fast. (laughs) Where Um, where where it was they were taking English. And they were like they were like translating French yeah. to English, and they were translating German to English, and then they wanted to translate German to French, or, yeah, German to French. But the way the program was written, it had to go from German to French, yeah, from from from, from French, German to English, English to, to French. French. And the AI went, we don't need the English part. We got this. We'll make our own language, and it made its own language. And then started talking back and forth, and then started talking to other computers. Oh. And they went, "Whoa!" Turn that off. I was, I was going to say that's one of the theory. That's one yeah, that of the, happened quick. Yeah, that's one of the theories so, about you know sex robots. Yeah. You know, that's one of the. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, robots! that's one of the theories about how AI will take off yeah. and take. Yeah. You know, is we're looking down. It happens the, in nanoseconds. Well, we're looking down the track and we're going. It's coming. You know, there's a light at the off. end of the tunnel. Right. Oh fuck! It, it's a train. Yeah. Right. It's coming. It's coming. It gets to the platform we're on, and then the next, and then it's gone because, yeah. you know, once it reaches consciousness, it can iterate itself a hell of a lot faster than we can. Yep. yep. So, so that that's the big, and, and if that's your big concern, hey, I'm, I'm with you. There's definitely a part of me that, that worries. About fembots with machine gun boobs. <laughs> my my problem that is says the, the, the whole the whole. How would you reload those? I, I don't have to worry about it. That's an AI thing. Yeah. Um, the thing the thing that I don't worry about bullet tampons is. 
much. Don't get me started on that yet. <laughs> really, we're not there yet. Geez. Just don't boil the them. The thing I'm not worried about is the whole <laughs> argument that you Soap have and vodka. where, you know, people, oh, no, we're not going to have this, this human interaction because of all the AI. Because, dude, and, and here's my argument with that. There are so many people right now that already don't have that, and they're doing just fine. Well, that's a relative term. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is a relative term. Not everybody is one hundred percent fantastic. Not everybody is zero percent. It's it's this isn't this isn't this isn't a there's a line in the sand. You're either you either you're either a plus or a minus. No, we're all on this scale that goes up and down. I don't I don't think I don't think we can say absolutely one way or absolutely the other. I have a perspective, well, but I want to hear perfect. Okay, well, you asked me like about losing touch with humanity, right? And it almost seems like there's always this argument about like the more technology there is, the, the loss of, you know, uh, of human interaction and everything else, right? But it almost seems generational to me. And maybe I'm a little off. I mean, I'm not that old, right? But <laughs> Bob, you're like emotionally I'm, I'm like this much older than yeah, the rest you of you go, your age. But, you know, like there's the whole like, oh, everyone's always on their phones or whatever, right? But like, hell, there's like, you know, like one of my favorite like, you know, uh, old, you know, episodes was um, of the Twilight Zone is where, you know, all you do is read. You know, and then all he has, you know, and then once the apocalypse comes, he's like, great, I'll like, I get to just read all I want now, right? And it's like people say, oh, you know, when people are out, you know, they're always on their phones, they're always looking <coughs> at their phones, and then you see some old photographs of people standing at train pa- platforms or something, and everyone's and reading the paper. Reading the newspaper, yeah. It's not like they're all standing around having great conversation. No, they're all sitting by themselves reading their newspaper, you know, and the more technology we have, now we talk to how many people? How many people are we talking to right now? How many people are we interacting with right now through this technology that otherwise we may never have ever met yeah. these people or we would have met them in passing. We would have walked past them in Dude, the supermarket the, the, the and kept on going, never even made eye contact. The platform of the podcast itself, we get we get messages on a weekly basis. Right. People. Can I, so can I give you a... I'm it's sorry, interconnected people more, right? But then I go with this whole like this whole AI loving things, right? I could get the really just, you know, hot take of like, yeah, you know, everyone's, everyone wants to be able to like, I can love whatever I want. I can be whoever I want. Well then fuck it. I can love what I want and I can be what I want. If I want to self-identify as I a fucking Burger hologram, King. I can, right? Can we do it? Yes, we can. <laughs> you know, but there's also the, if you're going to have us walking on eggshells all the fucking time about, oh shit, is someone going to claim rape on me? Well, shit. If I got a goddamn sex robot or a hologram or something like I don't that, have to worry about and it I anymore. can fucking turn it off, or I can factory reset that motherfucker, and cool. Until we, a lot in, less in, stress. In, in, I get my fucking rocks off and go about my day. Until we get the give the AIs right. Yeah, that's how the Matrix started. Um, let me give you a time. real life. Let me give you a real life example. So I'm going to throw pretty tight up under the bus because it's what I do all the time. She's actually gotten better. <laughs> <laughs> this is oh, something that used oh. to happen with great frequency. Let's say we needed to. Uh, we had plans to meet someone for something. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, and it was the night before, and we hadn't heard back. So pretty tight <laughs> up and say, "Okay, I'll text him." All right, texts that person or, or messages him. Hey, next morning, have you heard back from so and so? No, not yet. They haven't read our text yet. All right. You want to give them a call? No. A couple hours later. No, still no word. I'll text them again. A couple hours later. Still no word. Why don't you call? No. They'll text. Why don't we go to their house? They're like a mile down the street. No, if they'll, they'll text. We need to make a decision. <laughs> Pick up the fucking phone, <laughs> dial their number, and talk to them. 
Like, I have concerns that that's kind of if you are in a relationship with an, for lack of a better term, an inanimate object, you lose the ability to have interaction with everyday people, mm. which I think, and most people would I would hope they will agree with me, is a fundamental tool that we as a society need to even exist. Agreed. But to Perv King's perspective, which he brought up very clearly, this has always existed on some level. Uh, if it's not the newspaper, it's the television. It's, it's my, not the television, my, it's the internet. If it's not the internet, it's uh, the cell I'll phone. Go step, it's I'll go step it's getting worse. worse. No, you, it's just, you just said, you know, without... Yes. You know, with, without having the interaction to an inanimate object. Yeah. So we're still calling the objects with AI inanimate objects because they're not mimicking human interaction perfectly not. yet. Yeah. Not even perfectly. They don't have independent thought. They're not self-aware. Not but for, forget the fact they're self-aware. Once they start interacting perfectly with human interaction. Let's just get that part down. Let, let's just say, because, hey, we're, it's a bell curve, right? I mean, it, it's going at a ridiculous rate. Once they once they manage that, then okay, now it's interacting. You know, it's doing the interaction with an inanimate object at a human level. It still doesn't have the AI aspect that you're talking about. That it doesn't have free thought. It doesn't have self awareness. And and I think once that happens, that's the that's the part. That's yeah. where you know that's where we're at. iRobot. Right. <laughs> oh, and, and, and I know we're sitting here on a fucking web podcast that's supposed to be about kinky sex, and we're talking about fucking AI and iRobot. We're talking but, about sexy honest, AI, but it's sexy AI. And and, and I'll be honest, take I it all. I personally take it all. Take I don't it all think now. We're more than twenty years away from that. I really, I, don't. I really I agree with you because I stood. I, you and I got together ten years ago, and I was telling you I, I had just come out of. Gateway computers, and I just came out of Best Buy, and I'm like, you guys don't understand. The porn industry at the time, in 2008, the porn industry was driving technology. Yep, pleasure models. Oh. No, no, they they were driving technology to the point where we knew at Best Buy, every house was going to have full-on Wi-Fi networks. There was going to be broadband in the majority of the homes. Every home was going to have at least six to ten devices. And it was to the point where you could you could scan, like your refrigerator was going to scan your UPC codes to hook up your Amazon. Yeah, instead of being like, hey Alexa, shit, I'm out of milk. It was going to be one of those things where like they, back in 2008, you know, you'd pull your, you'd pull your milk out and you're when you pull it out, the, the fridge would just scan the barcode on the way out. You'd pour the milk mm-hmm. out, and you'd throw the milk carton away, and the fridge would go, oh, shit, the UPC code never came back in. Yeah, they're out, so we're um, put that on. Some of the, the Samsung now. refrigerators yeah. do that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So so we called that, at the time, we were calling that home convergence, where mm. all of your devices were going to be on the home network, and everybody's home network was going to be a thing. And in... In 2008, everybody looked at me as a as a retail sales manager and went, "Computers aren't going to be like that." What the fuck are you talking about? You're an absolute moron. And I go, "Oh no, we're already almost there. The porn industry is driving this." And they'd be like, "You're telling me the porn industry is driving my refrigerator?" And I go, um, "Yeah, it actually is." I'm telling you now. In 2018, ten years past that, porn is not driving the. The, the the technology anymore gaming is but it's still on the same path we're down now por- por- porn still drives a lot of technology it, it drives technology but it's not it's not it's not, it's not yeah. navigating anymore it's yeah gaming is. yeah gaming but, but the point but, is but the point is ai 
is absolutely on the forefront of technology. And if you thought that bell curve was going fast 10 years ago, wait till you see what's coming well, next. Well, it's an exponential oh, it's curve rather here. than a yeah, bell this curve. This is what they haven't released to the public. Exactly. Um, I was going to say, and you're talking about inanimate objects, have you seen any of the videos of the of the things that Boston Dynamics has put out? Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Those with, with, with those, it's crazy. You know, with, with essentially walking dogs. Yeah, robot walking dogs that open doors and move forward. Yeah. Right. I'm more impressed. You can kick yeah, over. I'm more impressed with the up. robot yeah. that's doing the backflip now. That That is impressive. Here, here's what worries me. Because I don't think AI itself is the problem. <laughs> we can go two directions with this. We can have AI that placates us or AI that stimulates us. If we develop AI that just sits there and feeds our desires and doesn't cause us as a society to grow emotionally and intellectually, that's a problem. If AI gets to the point where it almost becomes its own species and we can interact with it and it can help us learn and become better individuals, that's fine. I don't know if that's the direction we're headed. I I don't know that AI has, has to do anything. I know there needs to be a safe word. See, if AI is going to replace human interaction, it's got to be able to do I the same. I don't think it has to replace human interaction. I'm not saying that ha- anything's going to eventually replace human interaction. Let me finish. Let me finish. I think AI is absolutely going to enhance human interaction. It's going to become a part of our day-to-day lives. I I tend to agree with Wall Street in this. Yeah. But go on, go on. No, I I think it's absolutely going to to be a part of our lives. If you it had a blow, all right, all right, all right. So all right. I, if you had a blowjob robot, would you ever leave the house? Of course. Okay, so right. Well, well don't get me to. wrong. Don't get me wrong. I get the novelty of being able to stay in the house and have a blowjob robot because right. I have a PS4. There's a lot of people who of would just stay in the house and play with their blowjob <laughs> robot all day. I'm no, just... no, 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 no. I'm with you because, because of what I just said. I, I made a joke, but I was dead serious. I have a PS4. It basically does the same thing. It blows me every fucking day, and I can spend a lot of time on it and not get anything done. It's the same goddamn thing as the internet. You said blow. But at the same time, I've had internet porn for a long time. I know when my dick is done being stroked. It tells me on a regular basis. Dude, seriously, put me the fuck down. I'm chafed. All right, I have a question for you. <laughs> Go. Because you had a life pre computers pre this you know beginning ai do yeah. you think that makes a difference or no i don't and i'll tell you why I, I, no i'll tell as, you what as someone who's part of the oregon trail generation who came you know who did have a pre-internet life i have legitimate concerns that the the millennials and the gen z are aren't going to react the same that we do i agree i can agree with that they're not going to react the same way we do but that doesn't mean that they're not going to react they're just not going to react in the time frame that you guys want. Look, Gaia, Mother Gaia is going to fix it all. You can't, you can't unfuck. You just can't undo biology. You just can't. That's like saying, like, oh no, climate change and the whole fucking world's going to end, dude. We had a fucking meteor hit this planet. I'd rather not humanity die off in order for it to be corrected. I don't, th- I don't think we're going to yeah. die off again. I speak. Hey, the cli- <laughs> some of the some of the millennial clients I work with. I'm not shitting you. If they can't do it through email or phone, 
they won't do business with me. Yes. They if don't they, do business. You know, let, let me finish. Let me finish. And, and let me finish. People, let, let them me, die off. But, the, the, but that's my. But that's my point. That is becoming more and more. They are becoming the dominant group that I have to deal with. They don't want to pick up a phone. They don't want to talk in person. It's. I need to do this with as little human interaction as possible. That's I see a I trend am. where the you younger people. Yeah, I no, younger people seriously, are like. I'd rather the, email, chat. Text. I would rather they email text isolate text than, than make a phone call. I don't want to have to go see you, guys. I'm listening to you. I've been in the technology field for over 30 years of my life. I could tell you that there is a path of least resistance when it comes to people sure. and technology. Absolutely. If you don't need to deal with people, you won't. But but you've said it just as well as I have many times. We can sit here and create the coolest sex robot and give her all the AI we want. It's not the same it's having a kitten. Uh, that's what you think. That's what you think. That's what you think. Okay. And I'm, sa- and I'm saying young people would disagree with you. So, yeah. right. Because Hold on. So I, got, I got a question because like... Sure, go on. All right. So, toys, right? Be it vibrators, dildos, pocket pussies, floggers, symbians, whatever. They're all okay, right? All great. Yep. But does that mean like exclusively when you're using them with another person or you're cool with using it by yourself watching porn just self-satisfaction right what if you had an ai robot are you cool with it then being you know in a threesome is that acceptable versus one-on-one not that's not we're dealing with apples and oranges i think i don't think we are i'm with him on this one no this is not you're saying you're missing the spirit of what i'm saying Okay. The spirit of what I'm saying is you will always use the path of least resistance that gives you the best the best experience. Always is the word I'm having the issue with. Okay. It's I've, I've been in tech. I know how things work. They started off with little itty bitty computers. They came to bigger computers. They came to servers. They came to bigger things. All of a sudden, we don't even have to have anything that's local. Everything can be somewhere else. We pay for things where we don't even have cash. We don't even know how much we have. How many people here have credit card problems? Why? Because you can't see it. Technology makes you ignorant. Because of this, it is the path of least resistance. When it comes to sexual AI, when it comes to toys and tools and stuff like that that you were describing, I sense that there are people in this world that will not accept a cock because their vibrator works so much better and they know how it functions. Exactly. Some we, dick, that's my point. So because some I dick doesn't fucking know. sold them in the past, and right. that's what they came in. What does that like, mean? I get, these were women who, like, objectively could go out to a bar walk up to a guy go let's go fucking guy go okay we we right, are, but no she'd rather buy a fucking Here, vibrator or dildo the, and go home here's and rub separa- it off and go to work the next here's the morning. separation though for <laughs> king you could as that same woman with that same vibrator teach a man how to do it but she won't because of the path of least resistance. We are living in a world where millennials and Gen Z are having multi-year relationships with people that they've never met in person, never talked on the phone, never seen their face. All they've done is email and chatted, oh, this is my boyfriend of three years. His name's Steve. As far as I know, I've never seen him in person. Like, this is a real thing that is only going to get worse going forward. It's not good for guys. Okay, right. And so it goes back to, if that's the setup, and they're that part of the gene pool, and it's that bad. But that's my and point. They that's die a- the fuck off, right? And that's gonna be. 100. I got a vasectomy because I never want kids. Do people want more? Do you own? own a cell Apparently phone? Not, do you own a cell phone? Do you own a smartphone? Do you own a smartphone? What's that have to do with Technology good. will make you addicted to whatever it is you. They come out with you say you can't have it. Dude, without. I'm addicted 
addicted to pussy and vagina, or I'm addicted to vagina <laughs> and breasts. There's you. no technology right now that, that does that. Right. 20 that, years. Yeah. That said, yeah. that said, Please. there's plenty of sex toys that replicate that yeah. very well, I might add. Does that mean I don't want pussy and vagina? We have a pocket pussy, and I love that pocket pussy. Which would I rather have in the morning? Thank you. <laughs> no doubt. And you can put some computer on it with some great, this is the greatest sex I've ever had, Mr. NVT. And, and I'm going to be like, this, this is the most <laughs> sausage I've ever eaten in my entire life. Like, <laughs> you set me up. You know what? <laughs> and I'm going to be like, that is really great. Wall Street's point not, still not, stands. Yeah. Yeah. What about and Wall I, Street's I, point still stands? And I'll tell you, you're absolutely right. There probably are younger people out there that don't have that connection that I have with her. Right. Those portions of the people can die off. Shit. Half and, of the millennials want the global smallerization anyway. They want to get rid of half the population. Those are the fuckers that are going to go first. No. Let them go. My point Let is that's, go. that's going to be 100% of the population. Okay. What's, what's going to happen when your grandkids like 80, have 80. sex with a robot before they ever have sex with a person? And okay, then so they, we take care of that global warming problem. And then, they, and then they say... <laughs> I don't. I don't need to have sex with a person because I can have sex with a robot whenever I want. You know what? Now all of a sudden you're sounding one of those puritanical idiots that used to say, "Jesus, if you touch yourself on a regular basis, that's not what I'm all saying. All you'll be doing is masturbating all the time. And you won't have." That's not what. I, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm. I'm worried. Ah, fuck it. That's not what I'm saying at all. You can't have robot babies. All right. And if yeah, robots, artificial no, you're saying, you're saying artificial that if I have, if I have, if I have robot sex, I won't want to have actual sex. Right. And the argument goes to if I have masturbation that feels like regular sex, I won't want to have regular right. sex. That's right. my point. Yeah. That's Thank my you. point. Is and, right. And you I, keep saying think, like, I think, oh, I can I sit home and jack it. That is wrong. Just it. like. The, the future theory is wrong. I, I don't think that if we have the masturbational sex, that it's going to make the regular sex so, less in le, less inviting. It will. It will. It, it, I, I won't want to not. I, I won't want to have sex with envy less because I'm jerking off every not, fucking not day, you. which I do. Yeah. Okay, no, okay, not okay. Me. So let's but go to the extreme. Case. I, I'm with you, Walter. Is, is, is most everybody is like that. Let's but, hear perfect. But, but let's go to the extreme case, right? Let's say that we get this point where we have these incredibly realistic robots really advanced ai that can like actually connect to you you know like on a, like, Jane like kind of uh, you know on an emotional level and everything and a sexual level her fucking twitter <laughs> right? no, I, I fuck her with my mom watching okay and, and let's and you know <laughs> would you fuck with your mom let's, let's say like they built in safeguards right there's a safe word there's an off switch whatever you can re- factory reset it so it can't take over the world whatever right what if that's an emotional aid for some people? Notorious right? RBG. Would you deny emotional emotional aid or physical aid to people, right? Like that's like saying like, okay, an amputee who lost their legs. Nope, you get a peg leg. You can't have the most advanced leg there is, right? Yeah. Let's say there's someone who's suffering from like anxiety, depression, right. and everything else. Trust me, you're not out there increasing your human connection because you're fucking depressed already. Can I can I ask you a weird question? Do you know how to make a fire? <laughs> it's a simple question. Do you know how to make a fire? I got a lighter in my. You car. got your lighter, so you, so you can't do it by rubbing two sticks together, and making friction, and making it happen. Okay. No, because what that, if what that if the ability, what if the ability to have sex had the same repercussions? If you've never been taught, you just don't know. Can you shoot a gun? Yeah. Can you go hunting and get yourself a deer? Don't know. Never tried. Okay. So you might go hungry. 
Exactly. I, no, there's my a flaw, there's a flaw in your point. Go on, but, please. But, but right, but here's what I'm but what Go I'm ahead. saying finish, is like so we thing. have these super advanced, right? Point. And you're depressed and shit like that. So what? Like once again, why not? If you can have it right there and it can recreate the feelings and make you feel better, maybe you would be more apt to actually interact. There's with the f- you said if it can recreate the feelings and make you feel better, it won't. That's my point. It there, might. How do you no, know? Because there is no. So you are assuming that robot robotic interaction is perfectly acceptable and a fine substitute for human interaction and that that's that's where you're no, wrong I, you're no, talking no, about no, super no, advanced no, no, you, ai no, in a robot no, no, he, no, he's no, bringing no, up a different point but no, i know yeah, where you're going no, no yeah. you ju- you just said something that, that that's not what he said at all, all right. i said super advanced ai in a r- super realistic robot yeah. like you know Exclusively, my point is you're always going to need human interaction. Always. Agree. No matter what. That, that's my, my point, is you are always going to need human no, no, interaction. Me, so, no, therefore, right. so, therefore, let, all, let the AI go as long as you want. Oh, okay. Here's my but, problem. You're going to need it, but you're not going to le- seek it out. Or know so, how to so, do it. Or know how to... Thank you. You're not going to know, know how, how to do, do it. it. We already have problems now with men communicating with women. Well, yeah. So we have to just ban AI um, because... No, 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 no. It's, to, it's to explain to you that there that technology is having its effect on so, our ability so, so to communicate. Let me ask you this, Wall Street. Did you ever see what, the, the, the new Battlestar Galactica? No, I don't watch crap. Who do? That's what you fuck you. Fuck you, fuck you. Okay. I've never seen it. Did you want to kick him in the dick? I don't know. know. Jesus. I got a can opener. Maybe we can get some heart out of you. I was going to say, most of the reviewers said at the time it was the best show on television. I I have heard it's very good. Yes. (laughs) But the new model Cylons were indistinguishable from humans. Right. There is not a reason why we cannot reach that level of technology at some point. I, I think it comes down to... Sorry. Even Demolition Man isn't exactly the case I'm looking for, but I... I yeah, no. I, I, th- I, I can see us going to that standpoint where we have become so isolated as humanity, we no longer reproduce. You know, if we need to create a baby, then we go to the hospital and there's artificial insemination. You, you, you and, test two babies. We test two babies and we don't know how to talk to other people. <laughs> I, I, I really worry that the more depend... To your point, Mr. NVT, you think that technology and humanity can evolve side by side and I really believe it's a scale. I believe the more that we rely on technology, whether we realize it or not, the less we rely on humanity. And I, I can agree with that to, to a well, point. I don't think... I don't think that that we have to eliminate one for the other. I think we can... Look, if we see that all this technology is really hurting our humanity, I think we as humans will self-correct. And I don't think we will. I, I, I think I, it's going to get to right, the well point where we won't even see it. Well, then that's just me as a conservative trusting in humanity. I, I, I'm with Wall Street. It is, it is, a, it is a legitimate fear. <laughs> I saw... I was like, wait a minute. I think there's going to be a new reality. I think there's going to be a new way of things. Um, I'm scared of that as a, as a conservative myself. I think that there's nothing wrong with what exists, but we can't stop. That's the problem. Yeah. Like, like Perv King says, there's always going to be individuals that want the experience. There's going to be people who say, why yeah. not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Who is this hurting? Stop, hurting. You're not you never stop, stop to question no whether or not you should. Yeah. But we live in America. In America, the idea of being able to stop somebody from doing something that hurts no one is, is like, beyond nasty. We shouldn't. I, I think Wall Street's fear is that 
we're not going to see the tipping point yeah. until it's too late. Ready? And that's where, you know, these sorts of conversations where, you know, we we roundtable this and, you know, and you put guys. the awareness out there that, you know, this is an important topic because the, the more people who realize that, you know, hey, we have to watch for that tipping point. Are you sitting down or are, are, you, are you ready? ready? I, are you ready? No, You're going to yeah. love this. No, I'm going to love this. I'm going to love this. I just want to hear you say I'm on your knees. <laughs> so, I love that we as Americans are so <laughs> fucking self-centered that we think we're the ones. They're going to have the culture that tips us over the AI point, knowing that China already has 5G. Oh, yeah. And they are about five years in front of us in the technology race. Yep. China is coming up with AI uh, and sex robots infinitely faster than we are. You sure you're not thinking of Japan? Um, I am positive. China. China. China is already in front of us when it comes to 5G. What did, what's your point, sir? I think his point is... Con- the, I think gonna, your point you was, think our culture is going to be the one that... I, no, one, or not, no, I'm talking about society. humanity. No, yeah, you know what? Africa you know what I'm saying? is ahead we, of we us just, in, wi- in wireless. Millennials are the ones that are... So, society you know what his, you know what his point is? <laughs> Those people are like, they're struggling to get rice. Yeah, it's part, um, part, part, part of the reason we have, a, have an issue with high-speed infrastructure is because we've had working infrastructure yeah. since the beginning. Yeah. Most of the places that have the higher speed infrastructure and have been able to leapfrog us yeah. didn't have infrastructure to begin I th- with. I think what Mr. Africa is yeah. doing better as far as wireless infrastructure than what we are. I My think what Mr. Is, NVT is saying, because go. technology is so advanced over over there in China, that socialism works. Uh, I, I, and we should <laughs> embrace it. No. Yes. No, that would, yes. that would be the communist. No, that's not what I was saying. What I was saying was, is that was a beautiful thing. <laughs> certainly leapfrog uh, our technology. Uh, actually, 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 that is communism, not socialism. I know, I know. Um, the same, however, it's the same thing, it's on, a on a processor, last I knew, on a processor level, Intel and AMD are pretty much still at the, at the head of the pack. And most of what China has done is sort of borrow their technology when they fab it there. Yeah. Um, I use a different word than borrow, but... uh, (laughs) So are we talking about penises and vaginas still? We we really are. (laughs) Um, But what it comes down to, no, China has the technology, and they they have dropped $5 million. Oh, that's a drop in the buck. Excuse me, $5 billion in 5G. That's, That's not so... <laughs> they have the technology. We're not even there. Five, yet. Five, five. No, we, we're we rolling out five. No, we're rolling it out. Yeah. We're rolling it out now. January. China's had it. Yeah. So we're consumers. It's, it's They're going to give it to whoever gives them money. It, it's a communications infrastructure. All right, I, I'm wrong. Whatever. <laughs> but it's not a computing resource. Anyway, to to one of the earlier points, we were saying, you know, f- as far as sex robots and sex toys. Why wouldn't women prefer prefer one? They can't get pregnant from it. I just want to point out that we've been talking about robots for 20 minutes, and you got mad about seven minutes of plastic garbage. So <laughs> we should probably about se- at least my robots were sex robots. There was no Sometimes. plastic sex ocean. <laughs> yes, but they make sexy shirts. <laughs> there were some we sexy shirts in the ocean. That plastic to make sex robots. Sal, kick us out, guys. Thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 podcast. We will be back next week. 
with a new show. Um, I have no idea what we're going to talk about. But you know what? If you have if you have uh, if you have things you want to talk about, uh, nominalitrust.com. Hit us up on the contact us page. You can find us on Twitter at Mr. Underscore NVT at Silly Kitten eight fifteen at K fifty Mike one hundred two at Wall Street seven one one. Yeah, I'm, I'm like never on Twitter anymore. <laughs> I get a notification. You're there. Um, you can always find us on FetLife. Find us on the find us on our K one hundred one page. Uh, we're, we're always here. We, we we love you guys. Um, find us on Patreon. Patreon.com, Nominal Ultra Studios, support the show. Are we running the outro yet? Or? Nope. Okay, I, I thought we were. Nope. That's why I was Wait trying to rush you. through everything. Nope. Um, Got to look through everything here. Hang on. Where you can find the podcast. Right, thank you. You can find the podcast not just on our temporary YouTube channel, which we still have. Oddly, wow. They haven't kicked us off yet. But uh, on the off chance that you don't have time to sit and listen to an hour and a half long podcast here on YouTube, you can always listen to us on Stitcher and on iTunes for free. Who knew? What? And by the way, if you're on Patreon.com and you're one of our patrons, you actually get advanced shows every other week. What? You get to listen to the show before we actually release it to everyone else. I know. So there you go. Guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 Podcast. Uh, I am your host, Mr. MVT. I enjoy my lovely wife, Envy. Wall Street is in my chair of honor. KMFD Mike is over there. You can slide over here because yeah. it's, it's, that's actually pretty tight. Stop. He'll make me look Mike. better. Thank you very much to our <coughs> Cersei and Knots, Sinric, Perv King. Thank you. Welcome back, dude. Welcome back, Perv King. Chapin. Thanks a lot for hanging out and running the chat tonight and, and running the, the rest of the stuff. Sal, you're an amazing sound technician and chaos yeah, engineer. Woo-hoo, ha, ha, ha. Here we go. Ready to roll it? We'll be back Here next we week.